Hey there, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. I am your host, Allianne, and today we are diving into a topic that has become a passion of mine, and I reached out to Kristen Dronchi, who is a Christian entrepreneur focused more on getting moms into a online business space rather than having to be stuck in a nine-to-five job and I asked if she would be a guest speaker for our nuggets of wisdom episode because I really felt like her her vision and her desire is something that I've been wanting to get across to my listeners and she just is very passionate about it and I I loved talking to her. I loved the interview. Um, we actually, I inter- I was interviewed on her podcast. It was actually published this morning, and <laughs> I actually really enjoyed listening to it. I don't know how you can enjoy listening to your own voice, but I did, and it made me really excited and really want to start editing this podcast so that you guys can finally listen to it because there is so many nuggets of wisdom in it. And I really feel like it is a topic that really needs to start being spread among Christians because we are so stuck in living our own lives and not really focusing on asking God what he created us to do and who he created us to be. And I feel like that is, God is so unique and creative and he created each one of us with our own goals and our own desires and our own plans and works. So as a quick introduction, Kristen Dronchi is the host of the Abundant Christian Preneur podcast. Her mission is to restore the family unit and bring faithful mamas back home to raise their warriors for the kingdom while making income and impact doing what they love. She helps women in the beginning stages of their business create, build, and scale to consecutive high four-figure months using their God-given genius song so that they can effectively ditch that draining nine-to-five. Being that Christian career woman and first-time mom stuck in a job that didn't align with who God created her to be, Kristen knows the inner desire you have to make an impact in this world, step into who God created you to be, and be the one raising your kiddos. He wants to show other faithful women that it is possible to bring that dream to life. So, and that was actually one of the reasons I reached out to her was I read her introduction on her podcast and was listening to some of the stuff she was talking about and I realized I have to have her on here. So I was super excited when she accepted and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So I'll quit jabbering and we can get right into the episode. Hey there, Kristen. Welcome to Be Still and Runs podcast. I'm so excited to have you on as my first interview and for the very special one of finding with nuggets of wisdom to be able to share with ladies so that they can maybe see where they're going and change some things. How has your morning been? How, like, just give a rough view of our listeners, maybe see what your life is like. And then tell us who you are, what you do, and why you do it. I already gave an introduction for you before we got on here. So I'm excited to hear from you. 
Perfect. Thank you, Allie. I am so excited and I'm so honored to be your first guest, but pouring into uh, the people you're called to serve. So I pray that I can definitely get across um, some nuggets of wisdom of where they are in their life journey right now. And that was a lot of questions. So you may have to remind me to answer one. Oh, that's <laughs> but fine. For those of you, uh, <laughs> um, I'm Kristen Duranji and I am a X nine to fiver. I now help faith filled mamas come home and I bring them home by helping them create, build and scale their online business by God's design so that they can dish that nine to five that is draining them do what they love, making income and impact while raising their world changers for God's kingdom. So that is a little bit about who I am, what I do in a nutshell. Um, I am a mom and a first time real mom, I should say in 2021. Um, I have two step kiddos who are now in college, they're college age. So it definitely has been a transition period for us. But um, looking back about three years ago, I realized that I was just drained. My relationships were um, just not as good as they could be. And my faith was dwindling. And I was just like asking the Lord, is this all there is? Is this all there is to this life? I mean, I, I feel like a robot. I'm going to work. I'm getting up. I'm making supper. I'm being a wife and a mom. And I lost who I was and who God created me to be. And I just felt off and looking back now doing research, personal development, spending more time with the Lord, I realized that my career and what I chose as a 18, 19, 20 year old, um, back when I thought I knew it all, but you know, you really don't, the career that I chose didn't align with who God created me to be. And that just where I pivoted, changed and fast forward, I'm where I am today, helping those women who went to school, did what society or their parents told them to do, Mm. get good grades, go to college, get a degree that pays the bills, um, and then get a great job and become a great member of society and rinse, repeat, you know? Um, so I help those women who realize that they're not where God, they're not doing what God created them to be. And I love it. Um, my morning, how is my morning? Oh, goodness gracious. My morning is definitely going to look a little different than your listeners and yours, Allie, because I do have an eight month old, um, pre eight month old, my mornings looked like getting up, um, and after, my nine to five. So when I was doing my own business full-time at home, I would get up and spend time with the Lord. That was my favorite time. I love watching the world wake up. My kids, my husband know that's my favorite time of the day. I just love the sun coming up and just watching the world wake up. Um, it's just spending time with the Lord in quiet time. And it differs from day to day. I do my devotions on certain days. Um, I read, I listen to a podcast, a faith-filled podcast on certain days. And I just set aside some time just to be and to listen Mm -hmm. and to be quiet. Um, Pre eight month old. (laughs) Now (laughs) my morning routine is really taking care of him and then working in 
devotion time, morning time with the Lord, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I had to extend myself grace and you listeners out there who may not have children, um, still extend yourself grace. If you can't Mm -hmm. get to your morning routine, devotions, things like that in the morning, Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be one size fits all. It really isn't. And so many times we listen to those gurus out there saying, you know, have a miracle morning routine or a miracle morning Mm -hmm. and make sure you spend time with the Lord in the morning. And when, and you see them being successful in whatever they're doing, it kind of leads us to feel guilty and cringe inside. Like, well, that doesn't fit my schedule or fit me. You know, I like to run in the morning and listen to, um, country music, you know, that just gets me going or whatever it is, you know, am I spending time with the Lord is when I get done running and I'm sitting on the porch and just like relaxing, that's my time with the Lord. So whatever that is for you know that it's not a one size fits all and don't feel guilty that you can't do what everyone else is doing because the Lord knows your heart. And that's what I had to take a step back and extend myself grace and say, okay, I can't do it in the morning anymore. Cause I have a little one that needs me, mm-hmm. but when he's sleeping on, you know, this day, that's when I'm going to do it in the morning. Um, and then just know that whenever you can get it in is when you can get it in. And I also realized that when I wasn't getting it in that I was, just not a very nice person. <laughs> so yeah, it, I just yes. being honest and truthful. So extend yourself grace and get it in when you can and when it fits your mm. schedule. And did I answer yes. all those questions you had? I yes, I you did. Them, you said you said so much in there that especially the um the point where you got to is this all there is? Like that was a point I got to and I was like really is this all there is is are we just supposed to have like a mundane life day to day and not not have something that we desire to do like the world always says all your heart but then God says you know your heart is deceitful and wicked and it's like where is the balance when God put those desires in you so yeah I really liked how you said that and also the devotion parts. I actually haven't even finished devotions yet today because I was too much. I'm like, I'm going to finish them later this afternoon. And so, yeah, flexibility. I love that. And that actually leads me to, I remember you had said something somewhere about be who God created you to be. Is that correct? Yeah. Do you have anything to share about that with our listeners? Yeah, you know, I I think um, growing up, we're always told you can be whatever you want to be. You know, our parents put that in, ingrained that into us. Be whatever you want to be, but we're like, okay, great, but we're like, what? What? I don't know what I want to be. Especially as you know, a young woman either transitioning into high school into college or when you're even when you're just getting out of college or even at 40 years old when I realized that my nine to five is draining and sucking the life Mm. out of me because it's not who God created me to be I still didn't know what I wanted to be or do um 
And I always, I love to say that the key to how God created you, that's the key to fulfilling your purpose and calling on this side of heaven. How he made you is the key to living a fulfilled life. And that goes, that's a lot of things. That's your gifts. That's your talents. That's your spiritual gifts, your abilities, your natural gifts. All of those play a factor in what we need to be doing on this side of heaven in order to make an impact for eternity. Mm -hmm. I, um, I know we use purpose and calling kind of interchangeably, but I feel that our purpose here is to worship the Lord, love the Lord, show the love of Christ and win souls for eternity. And our calling is how we show up and do that. And our calling changes through different seasons. My calling as a mom is different than when I was a college kid. You know, your calling, Allie, at this point in time in your life is probably going to be different than when you are 40, 50. It changes. But if we don't know how to fulfill our calling in these different, in these different seasons, mm -hmm. that's where we start to get frustrated, unfulfilled. That's where we end up at a job that drains us because we were just told to go to college. Great, mom, dad, thanks. What do I need to do? You know, and there, you know, and it's no fault of our parents, our parents. They were just only doing what they did at the time. And I think we've had a discussion before on this. I was first generation to go to college because I grew up in a farming family. You only want what's best and what's you didn't have for your children. So they only knew what they knew at that time. Mm -hmm. So really dig into, you know, spending time figuring out who you are before you make like big decisions in your life of careers, college, things like that. And the only way you're going to know who you are and how you were created is to ask your creator ask the person, you know, ask the person that invented you, you know, if you have, if this phone was like a widget, something you've never seen before, and you don't know how it works or what the function of is, of it is, you're probably going to ask the person who invented this phone. What does it do? What's the purpose of it? How does it work? So it's the same with us. We don't know. We need to go to the Lord and ask him and then he'll reveal it to us. And then once again, extend yourself grace because we're going to mess up. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to go down roads. We're not supposed to be on and that's okay. He will gently, if we're following and in tune to him and the Holy spirit, he will guide us where we need to go. Mm -hmm. So yes, you're who you are, who he created you to be is the key to living a fulfilled, happy and purpose filled life on the side of heaven to do your calling and what you're called to do. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. That's, that was um, one of the big things that I really encourage my athletes to do is to really find out who God created you to be, not, not giving into the lies that you were, that you've been telling yourself all of these years. And so what would you say to our listeners if they have asked God, but they're not sure if they are hearing him correctly? Oh yeah. It's so, you know, that's, I think we always ask that. I'm like, is that you Lord? Did you really, do you really want me to do that? And everyone has different answers. I think 
Um, but what mm -hmm. I have found for my life is that if I hear something or a prompting that first of all, I'm just going to, I, I sit and I just listen. And then is there peace around it? Do I have some oh sort goodness. of a peace? That's not to say there's not going to be fear because I think mm. people mistake that there's not going to be any fear. It's just going to be peaceful. It's going to be great. And mm. everything's going to be good when I go through that door. No, don't mistake fear and peace. You're going to have a sense of peace about it. Like, okay, I can do this, but you're still going to have that fear. And a lot mm. of times I see even with my own clients, but you know, women in general, I see them not taking action because of that fear. Mm. I heard from the Lord. I think I heard from the Lord. There's peace, but I still have this fear and they mm -hmm. say, well, I can't take action because there's fear. So that must not have been from the Lord. No, he never said, there's not going to be fear. You're not going to be afraid because when you do new things, you're going to be afraid. It's like riding mm -hmm. a bike. You are probably afraid to get on it the first time. Right. But the more you did it, the easier it came and the fear went away. So mm -hmm. there's going to have that sense of peace, but you're still going to have that fear. And so don't mistake those two. Don't say, oh, there's, I'm afraid to do it. So it wasn't from the Lord. No, you need to take action because clarity comes by taking action. And then the fear will subside and things will get clearer. And if it's not the right action to take, the Lord's going to redirect you. He's going to close that door. Our God that loves us amazingly is not going to let us keep going down the wrong path. <laughs> So too many times I hear, well, I'm just waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. No, you asked, he gave you an answer. Take action. Now, if mm -hmm. you didn't hear anything, yes, wait. But if you feel that you heard, you're going to have to take action and do it because mm -hmm. it's obedience. And when you aren't obedient, he's like, I think we had this conversation. He's not going to keep talking to you. You have to be obedient in what he says to do. And we always ask, really, was that you, Lord? But he, he's not going to let you go down the wrong path. You have to trust your intuition. You have to trust you. You have to trust who you are in him and just mm -hmm. take action and do it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love that. That's been something that God has been working on for me personally is realizing that the fear isn't. The, the fear is from the enemy and it has nothing to do with God. And as long as I do have peace about something, it's taking, it's just like giving that fear to God and saying, I'm going to do it afraid. And yeah. so, yeah, I love that. So one of the things I really, really liked, and actually may have been the reason I reached out to you was you say everyone has a message and their message matters. So that was actually one of the reasons that I created um, to be able to have guests on the podcast, because I feel like too many times people reach out to like the famous people or the people who are really known. And I really wanted to start reaching out to like just normal everyday people that get overlooked. And so do you have like anything to share about how PM how people can start finding their message. And because I know a lot of our listeners are in an area where they're probably still creating their message. God is still working in them and they may not find it out. 
for a few more years even. So why is it important to maybe keep our eyes open and our heart open to maybe where God is leading us? Yeah, that's so good. So yeah, I love talking about our message, our story, who we are. And everyone has a message and it matters. It doesn't matter where you are in life. It doesn't matter our, it doesn't matter where your journey is. And when I usually talk about that, I talk about it in a sense of you can take your message and you can extract your God-given genius zone. And I'll talk a little bit about that in a second and create an online business from that. Now, you don't have to, if an online business is not what you want to do, an online service-based business to coach or help someone isn't what you want to do, that is okay. You still have a message that's important to share if you want to, in order to help other people. For example, um, your message in your God-given genius zone is made up of your gifts, your talents, your abilities, something that just comes so natural to you that people are always asking you, how do you do this? Um, you're so great at this, you know, I need help with that. It's something that comes natural to you that you're like this, can't everyone do this? And your friends are like, no, I don't know how. And that is your genius zone, your zone of genius. And your God-given genius zone is an accumulation of that with your spiritual gifts he's given you, but your life experiences as well to date. So for example, for me, like um, my message that I share is kind of how, it, what I shared at the beginning of this, this, um, this recording, this podcast episode is a few years ago, I was lost. I didn't even know who I was anymore. And then there was this pivotal moment where something changed, something had to change. There was a couple of choices I could have made. I could have stayed where I was miserable. I could have, um, got help. I could have, what else was my, like, could have stayed where I was, I seeked help from a counselor, or I could just dig into personal development um, and, you know, figure it out on my own per se. So you're going to have some time in your life where you hit this breaking point. So in order to kind of create your message, first and foremost is twofold. It's your breaking point plus your, um, identification of your purpose or your calling. Mm. We kind of use them interchangeably, but so going back to my example, realizing that that nine to five was draining me. I didn't know why Aha! I had an aha moment. Well, I'm not doing what God created me to do. Mm. Um, so I had a couple of choices to make and I kind of found, figured that out reading a book called shape um, I'm looking at it right now. I can't remember who it's from, but reading that book and I was like, gosh, I'm doing things that don't even set my soul on fire. So mm. I could have you know, stayed where I was at that nine to five or figure out a way that I can get out of it. So I started doing research. I started to see these online entrepreneurs that were doing what they love, being inspirational, pouring into others. And that's when my identification and my purpose kind of came in like, ah, I can do this. You know, I have the gift of inspiration. I love to speak. People are always telling me that I'm so inspirational or I'm always helping them through a problem. Um, so that's 
that's, you know, my breaking point plus my identification of a purpose or aha moment. So we all have that, whether it's, it doesn't matter how old we are. We all have those like breaking point moments, ice cream on the floor, crying, eating a tub of ice cream because something happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and which leads to a direction we can go and figuring out like, we have a purpose and a calling. We can help someone else do that or do something different. Um, so that's kind of, so your message is a breaking point plus identification of your purpose. And I like to call it in a spot where you're being on purpose. So you're using your gifts and talents, what you do best, what you're amazing at to do what you love, which would be your passion to produce a result that matters to you, which is your calling, which leads to your purpose and your purpose here on the side of heaven. And everyone has a message that they can share, whether they've gone through a transition in their life, a transformation, or they've gone through um, a difficult season and they can look back and see the steps that they've taken to overcome that and come out victorious. So everyone has a message and things that they can use to share and to help others. You don't have to create an online business from that. So either you've had a pivotal moment that changed the trajectory of your life, you've had a transformation of some sort, you've gone through a trial, or you've learned a lesson through something that you've gone through, or it's just doing something that you love. For example, gardening, maybe you're an amazing gardener and always everyone's coming and asking you how you get your vegetables so amazing and taste amazing. Well, you can use that in the story of how you became an amazing gardener and how you love it in order to teach and help other people in your community. So you have a message and your message matters because it comes from God. It's a gift that you have that you were born with. And it's something that you can share with others in order to help them either get through a challenging time, help them figure out how to do something because your gift and your message is needed in this world in order to make a ripple effect Mm -hmm. and to help others. Mm, That is so good. So how long have you been in your genes? I would say, well, doing what I'm doing now, what I really love and enjoy, I would say I've been doing it for three years and I'm 43 years old now. So for those of you listening there, if you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I don't even know where to start. It's okay. You know, start with journaling and spending time with the Lord and asking him Mm -hmm. and know what you're, what you enjoy doing, what lights you up, what gives you energy. If you're done doing something and you feel depleted and just de-energized, then you're not operating Mm -hmm. in your God-given genius zone is when you're doing something that leaves Mm -hmm. you feeling energized and excited. Um, but I would say for what I'm doing right now, just, you know, a little over three years. Um, and then looking back, you know, to my younger, my younger days, it would have actually been my first job when I was being in my God-given genius zone, I was a waitress and I loved serving people. I loved helping. I loved, um, 
just that aspect of it. And I still incorporate the tools and things that I learned in that today and what I do. And really that's what I went back to as my first job and what I was doing earlier in life when I was enjoying things and having fun. And I realized waitressing was my most favorite job I've ever had because it was dealing with people, talking with people, um, putting people, customers above me and serving them to my best of my ability. I love that. Yeah, I guess thinking of that, it actually helped me to realize, okay, where did I start? And yeah, I've always loved seeing transformation in people. It's like, even the different, because I was into horses, um, our family had a market garden for, for a long time. So I was into different things, but it was always the transformation part that I just found a lot of energy with. Yeah. So real quick, you had said something about how your morning devotions are different every day. Can you explain like maybe the different things you might do, like go a little bit more in depth on that? Yeah. And when I said that, I meant my... I shouldn't have said devotions, but my time with the Lord looks different every day. Um, there are days where I will grab a devotion book and read it. I have um, The Confident Woman by Joyce Meyer. I have Strong by um, Lisa. I can't remember her name. I have other devotion books um, that I will go mm -hmm. through. So they'll, they'll be reading those that will take me to scripture and then reading the Bible. Um, on some days, it's just listening to a podcast, um, an inspirational faith-filled podcast sitting outside. Other days, it's mm. just sitting in silence, just listening and hearing from the Lord and journaling. I try to journal every day, and I highly recommend that everyone mm. journals every day, but there's days where I don't, and I then I have to extend myself mm. grace. So it does look different every day. The point of that was I try, I do it every day. It just looks different every day. Mm. And there are some days where it's the same, but my personality, I need to change it up a bit because if I do the same thing, then it gets stale and it gets old. And for some people, it may work for you doing the same thing every day and you have to, but for my personality, mm -hmm. it's got to be a little bit different. <laughs> I totally agree. For a long time, I was telling people, okay, you don't need to be, um, bogged down by rules or traditions or like uh what's it called like your routines and God pointed at my devotion time and he's like well what about that you like have this strict time and these strict things you have to do every morning and you like won't go around that and so ever since then I have switched it up like you were saying like sometimes I'll just go out and I'll run and just meditate on a verse or listen to scripture or just pray, just spend time with them. Sometimes I'll read before bed. Sometimes I'll just do prayer in the morning. So yeah, switching it up has really helped me. And I like how you said that because I feel like a lot of Christians, we can feel like we have to do things a certain way. Right. So that was, that's always good to shake it up and not put God in a box. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So one more thing before we go, other than we want to know where we can find you, but we'll get to that. 
Um, what is one thing you wish you had known when you were younger? I mean, we have gotten so many nuggets of wisdom through this whole thing from you, but what's one thing if people can leave remembering, what would you want them to know? Oh, goodness. Um, the one <laughs> thing I wish I knew when I was younger and would reiterate to the listeners is what I've said um, a little bit ago in this is that the key to living a fulfilled and happy life on this side of heaven is how God created you. It's the gifts, mm -hmm. the talents, and the unique personality and unique experiences that you've gone through to date that is who he made you to be and it's the key to living a fulfilled happy life on this side of heaven so really dig into that I wish that someone would have told me that and I know as an 18 year old 20 year old um at that time, you really don't know because you haven't lived a lot of life mm -hmm. yet, but there are breadcrumbs. There are little breadcrumbs that you can look back throughout your life and see mm -hmm. what excites you, what lights you up, what do you enjoy doing, um, and opposite, what you do not enjoy doing. Those are the keys to who he created mm -hmm. you to be and what he's called you to do on the side of heaven to make an impact for eternity. And that I guess so I would, cool. <laughs> and I would guess I, I would also add is don't, um, don't worry about what other people say and don't take yourself so mm. literal, you know, don't take yourself so literal and don't worry about what other people say. And don't compare yourself to other people too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> that can be hard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I want you to share where our listeners can find you because I know for me personally, following older women who are like entrepreneurs and who are fulfilling the calling God gave them has really encouraged me. So where can they find you? to so they can follow you and watch from you and learn you because your podcasts are still great for me and I'm not married or um have kids or anything <laughs> oh thank you I appreciate it yeah so I um have the abundant Christianpreneur podcast and you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts whether you have an apple or android phone just search for the Abundant Christian Panure podcast or my name. Um, and then you can also find me. I'm on Facebook uh, most of the time. I'm on Instagram too. You can follow me there, my name. Um, but I do have a Facebook group. If this resonates with you at all, it's Christian Mom Entrepreneurs Building a Profitable Business by God's Design. And no, you do not have to be a mom to join. It's just business <laughs> tips, things like that. Um, however, if that's not what you're interested in, but you still want to follow me, um, the podcast or my business page, definitely. And feel free to reach out to me at any time if you have questions or if you really want to dig into really what your God-given genius zone is. I would love to mm. offer a free 30 minutes um, God, God, ex I shouldn't say a God extraction call. It's a um, your God-given genius zone extraction call. And I'd love to help walk through that with you.
Well, awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely put the links and all of that in the description. And then we'll have not an official show notes, but we'll have like a miniature pod or um, blog post with all those links and everything in it. So you guys can head over there and find that. But yeah. do you have anything else you want to share or anything that's on your mind? Ah, no, nope, that was it. So I thank you for this time. It's been absolutely amazing. Yes, thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed being able to host you on here because I was really excited when I saw your podcast. Ah, thank you. Well, it's definitely been amazing for me. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Be Still and Run. Before you will go, I wanted to let you know that we do have an email list you can sign up for. It is a mid-week motivation, so our goal is to send you encouraging emails that will make sure you're staying focused on God and focused on who He created you to be and not getting absorbed in all the voices around you, but really staying sure and firm on the rock of Christ. And it will also have updates on events going on or challenges, as well as reminders for blog posts or podcasts and just whatever else is going on that week. But the main focus is to just deliver encouragement and motivation to continue living the life that God created you to live on Wednesdays so that it will get you through the rest of your week. So if you are interested in that, you can go to bestillandrun.com forward slash sign up. I will put the link down in the description box. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. I hope you really enjoyed today's episode. And if you could, I would love it if you would be able to share this episode with people who may need to hear it, share it with moms who maybe wanting to start an entrepreneur business and or start an online business and be an entrepreneur um, or just with other women who would like to learn from an older woman that has been through it and really would be able to give you a different perspective on living the Christian life. So thank you again for listening to today's episode and Don't be afraid to give us some suggestions or really get in contact with us. Let us know how we can serve you. And I will see you guys in the next episode.